I have a sister who has a tattoo that she got in college that says dangerous to dream. And when she told me what her tattoo meant, I thought to myself, like really my heart broke because I thought, what good is our life if we stop dreaming? Because God fuels the dreams in our hearts. He gives us dreams in our hearts. In fact, that's part of how God ensures that we'll fulfill the things that he's put inside of us to do. He causes dreams and our giftings to itch on the inside, to ache, to, to stir. And in today's episode, we dive into how to begin to take action on those dreams and the giftings that God has put inside of you. Many times as women, we just get busy, preoccupied, taking care of the family, and our dreams take a back seat. But mama, you know, as I've talked about it before on this show, you have a right and a responsibility to steward your gifts and your dreams. And so my guest today, Cindy Galley, is such a model of that. She had all these gifts and dreams inside of her and she decided I'm gonna take action on all of them. So she has a tween magazine for young girls. She has a ministry to single women. She preaches all over the world. She has an online talk show that's hosted on YouTube. She is a mover and a shaker. She works in media. She trains people who are passionate about using media to get their voice into the world. You know, you can tell why we're friends. And she's just incredible. So in today's episode, we actually talk about the steps you can take to take action on your dreams. And I also highlight a passage, a scripture that the Christian church probably unintentionally has, has leaned into that has actually for many people shut down the dreams in your heart and made people wonder if they can even trust their hearts. And so we're going to uncover all of that in today's episode. You're not going to want to miss it. And more than that, I want to encourage you to send this episode before you even start playing the rest of it, send this episode to three friends that you know are gifted, talented, and would should take action on the dreams in their hearts because you believe in them. Send it to those friends and let's dive in. We're going to have a good time. Hi, you're listening to Java with Jen with your host, Jenna Lee Samuel. On this show, I bring the simplicity of hearing God's voice into everyday life in a no-nonsense, authentic, and super practical way. With coffee in hand and real life in our faces, let's do this. Okay, so before I dive into today's content, I don't know if you can tell from the audio, it sounds a little more echoey, and that's because I'm sitting in my living room next to the fire. I don't know if you can hear it crackling, got music playing, it's so cozy. But before I jump in, I just wanted to share a review that someone wrote online, which there's a lot of reviews online, and I haven't been very diligent about reading them to you guys, but I want y'all to know, when you leave reviews online, it does a few things. One, when people come across my show for the first time, they look at the reviews and the reviews tell them whether or not they want to listen or not. So you're literally like my word of mouth um, PR team when you leave a review for me. And when I hit days that are particularly hard or discouraging or whatever, I literally go and I look up y'all's reviews and I read them because it boosts me and reminds me why I do this. And so A, it reaches people. B, it reaches me. So thank you so much for doing this. This one is from Des70. She says, positive and uplifting. Every episode that Jenna Lee shares is filled with goodness, 
Genelie's ability to seamlessly blend spirituality with the everyday challenges and triumphs we all face is truly remarkable. Her episodes provide a warm and inviting space to explore deep, soul-nourishing topics. All her guests are equally outstanding. I must listen. Des, thank you for writing that. Um, Side note, Des, if you're not a writer, you should be. (laughs) Just saying. That was so beautifully written. Um, You guys, if you go and leave a five-star rating or if you leave reviews, I read all the reviews and I just want to say thank you in advance for taking the time to do that. Um, So shout out to Des right there. Also, before we dive in, you guys have heard me talk about the fact that I am a podcast coach. I have a podcast network. I am passionate about helping women, but people um, get their voice into the world and build the dreams that are in their heart. We live in the best time in history for this. There's so many tools at our disposal. We honestly don't have an excuse for not doing something with what's inside of us, right? And so I wanted to let you guys know, I am starting another round uh, with my podcaster podcast students. It begins in January. So if any of you have ever been interested, let's say you just have a lot of knowledge, like you're a teacher and you have a lot of knowledge that you'd like to help other teachers learn how to have a better system in place for building curriculum, or let's say you have a heart to do ministry and you don't know where your audience is. That was why I started. Or maybe you're an expert and you want to just bring some tips and pointers to people who are interested in your field. Whatever it is, if you've got a message in your heart and you want to share it with the world, podcasting is seriously the least intimidating format to do that. And it's and it's really easier to do than you think. But hiring someone like me as a coach to help you with the process is important. And we talk about it that actually in this episode because it saves you time, saves you frustration, and saves you money, actually. I wish there had been a podcast coach I could have hired when I started. That would have saved me a lot of trouble. So if you are potentially even a little bit interested, why don't you get on a call with me? You can head over to javawithjenpodcast.org and you can ask all your questions and see if podcasting is a good fit for you. No, I'm not going to just sell you on it because I'm a coach. I want the right people in my course because they're going to be more successful if podcasting is a good fit for you. And I'll be honest if it's not. Um, so get on a call with me, javawithjenpodcast.org. My next round is in January, which means this would be a great thing to ask for for Christmas. Be like, hey, honey, hey, family, would y'all get me a podcast for Christmas? I want to create a new life experience. I want to build my dream. Could you help me do that? Get me a podcast for Christmas and help me pay for this coach. Um, and so my pricing is very doable and um, comes with a payment plan and all the things. So it's actually, I make it as doable as possible. And I charge way less than coaches do that are offering what I offer. I offer a lot of one-on-one attention because I feel like that's just really important to me and I want to be able to do that. And so I include that in my course at a very doable price. So anyways, go check it out, javawithjenpodcast.org. Make this new year the year that you put feet to your dream and get a podcast started to get your voice into the world. Okay, with no further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey, you guys. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode here at Java with Jen. I have a new friend who is my guest today. Her name is Cindy Galley, and she is the founder of New Gal Global Ministries, which actually has a few ministries that are underneath it, but it encompasses using media to minister to women all over the world of all ages. Um, Cindy, you'll have to rephrase that because I know you said it way better than I did. Um, <laughs> 
but uh, Cindy oversees a fashioned, a teen fashioned magazine, as well as she is single, she is strong and a new thing live. And so Cindy, go ahead and, you know, fix anything that I just said wrong, but <laughs> it's good to have you. Uh, so good to be here. Thank you for having me, Jenna Lee. And nothing was said wrong, girl. Okay. That was all good. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Obviously, you have a passion to empower women and use media to do that, which I love because that is the day and age that we are in. Everything's online. And so right. if people are not in touch with what's happening in media, you're missing a huge segment of society and how God is moving. So why don't you share your heart there? Sure. Absolutely. So my heart really is to reach every woman of all ages, of all walks of life, from all ethnicities, to bringing them to Jesus, to activating them into who God has called them to be. Mm -hmm. And so some people go, oh, but you do this, you do. And I'm like, yes, because I really feel like the Lord instructed me personally to throw out all my nets. So you mentioned, you know, some of the ministries, we have Teen Fashioned Magazine, mm -hmm. which is a publication. It's a free publication to strengthen tween girls and the young early formative teenage young girls mm. in who they are in Jesus. And so there's fashion in there. We have fashion shows. Uh, we've got incredible articles and even a place for them to journal. And mm. the beautiful thing about this ministry is most of our girls are uh, next gen. They are younger. Mm. So the youngest is 11. Wow. And then the oldest on the teen team is 20. So it's not officially a teen. And then we have our lead team. There are wow. six of us that are adult women who love Jesus. And we all have different gifts and skills. And we each pour into the team and where they're available to train. And so I have some that are on the team that are, you know, 12, 13, and they're saying, I want to be a journalist. I want to interview. Wow. And in, and so it's like, okay, well, let's take you under our wing and let's have you interview. So in yeah. the near future, we've already talked about a couple of the girls being on my uh, video podcast, The New Thing Live on YouTube and, and having her interview an adult that she has connections to that she's like, I really would love to interview this person. I think she'd be inspirational. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk that through and, and we're going to work with the, the main you know, the who, what, why, where, when, and how, mm -hmm. and then all of the inspiring parts of the story. And so we we're just loving it. These girls, I'm like, I'm like, these girls are like on top of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got this little 11 year old and the thing is they're across the U S so wow. I'm in Southern California, but I would say the furthest out is in Florida. We have mm -hmm. another team member. She's in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Madison, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, all the way Arizona. And so wow. we have girls all over. So of course with virtual, it's much easier mm. to have a team. It makes it a little complicated sometimes with like photo shoots, but God just gives us the strategy wow. and the girls are on fire. They're excited. They want to reach young women, their age wow. and be used as a conduit in saying, Hey, you are beautiful. You're amazing. Everything that God has given to you and deposited in you is intentional. Yeah. And so let your identity find yourself in Jesus, mm -hmm. find yourself in him. And so that's one of them. Uh, we have fashioned, which we launched actually first, but during mm -hmm. the pandemic, the Lord just really gave me this um, mandate to mm -hmm. let's, let's wrap this up. So we're wrapping up our final issue 
of fashioned and we're only going to be focusing on teen fashioned. And then, as you mentioned, she is single, she is strong. That's in ministry soon to be an e-course. We're launching our, uh, we're releasing our first documentary drama in the spring of 2024. Okay. That's the one you were working on when I was in Long Beach, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're just having a blast though. And you mm-hmm. said it earlier, like life is so much fun when you're doing it with Jesus. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people don't have fun because they're, even if they know the Lord, they're not yet doing life with him and they're not doing life for him. They love him, but they're doing life for themselves with themselves, with their families or whatever their other focus is on. But when you latch on to what God has called you to do, what he's ordained for you to do before the foundation of the world, girl, it is fun. It is fabulous. And it is hard, but it is (laughs) worth it. (laughs) Hard is true. Hard, hard, uh, doesn't totally go away, but it's helpful that there's (laughs) grace, man. Okay. So (laughs) I mentioned that, uh, Cindy was working on some while I was in long beach. So Cindy and I actually got connected. I didn't share this. We got connected because my sister, who's an actress in LA, uh, went to a, a, um, she impacts conference or some women's, some women's conference. Influence Women Hollywood, and it was an exact. It was a meeting with the executive uh, executives, and yes, uh, yes it, it was lovely. It was about thirty, maybe ish women. We were all mm-hmm. in a home in Burbank, and it was phenomenal because you know we have these bigger, large scale events. But what made this so nice is it was so intimate that you were able to like really talk to more women and get to know them mm-hmm. around the sofa, around the dining room table, and. It was phenomenal. So that's how I met your sister. Yeah, that's so crystal when she said that when she met Cindy and especially Cindy's experience with fashion and whatever, she was like, oh my gosh, you have to meet my sister. So she just like sent me your info or something. And so I reached out on Instagram and we tried to connect this last time when I was in Long Beach, but bless Cindy's heart. She was willing for me to come over, but she was between a project and traveling. And there was like a small little window. I was like, girl, I'm not going to stress out your time. You just do what you need to do. We'll try again later. So we will. And it'll be it'll be lovely when it's in person because it's been it's been phenomenal already just online (laughs) it's been so much fun getting to know you and you inspire me so I'm excited for my women uh my listeners to hear all the things that not just that you're doing but really your heart and your um beliefs in in the Lord equipping us with gifts and with talents that drives us but um First and foremost, like when a lot of women or when people are are considering like, hey, what should I do? Should I do this thing? Should I not do this thing? Hearing from the Lord, most believers are like, yes, I'm going to pray about this. But then they sometimes just get stuck there where they either <laughs> pray indefinitely and never yeah. feel like they get any clarity or an answer, or uh, maybe they pray for a long time, or maybe they hear from the Lord right away. But you mentioned that this is something you like to speak to. So why don't you speak to that? Because that may help some of my listeners. Absolutely. You know, the word of God is so clear. He tells us in his word that we are his workmanship Mm. created in Christ Jesus prepared for good works. And then it says, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Yeah. And so, you know, I am a firm believer that when there is something in your heart, a vision, you get an idea Mm -hmm. and it doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. That is because that is something that God has given you. When we delight ourselves in the Lord, he gives us the desires of his heart, our heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
it's our heart, but it's, it's our heart because it's his heart. It comes from him to us. And so, yes, we've interpreted that like, oh, praise God. He gives us the desires of our heart. Well, yes, he does. But he also gives us the desires that are in our heart because it's what he's asking us and what he's designed us to do. That's another way that I personally interpret that. So when there's a desire in your heart, you know, for the longest time, when I first gave my, my life to the Lord as a spirit filled believer, but even Mm -hmm. just when I was in my late teens, I always loved fashion Mm -hmm. and my girlfriends and I, you would get this, my girlfriends and I, we'd look at Harper's Bazaar and Vogue magazine and Oh my good. Oh, that's so beautiful. Just looking at everything and the pages and really salivating. I loved, I loved the fashion that I would see. <laughs> I didn't have access to it. <laughs> I'm, my, my mom was so cute. I'm like, mom, I have to have this, but I have to have this design. And so she, you know, being in the LA area, she'd go to these sample sales and she'd bring me home like a pair of blue corduroy Gloria Vanderbilt. I was like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> bless her heart (laughs) this blue is not cute you know and she just was trying so hard you know I know now that I'm older I'm like mom I'm so sorry you know but so the Lord gives us those desires so I had that desire and then when I understood that God had a purpose and a plan for me which was in my early 20s because mm-hmm. for so many years I didn't know that he did I just thought oh we just do whatever we want to do mm-hmm. and and we love Jesus and it was like no I'd heard this message God has a plan for you and I said what what is that plan I'm seeking my own thing I was on my way to University of Colorado in Boulder as a journalism major well if he does then I need to find out what that is before I spend all this money on that education if if that's not even what I'm supposed to do and I had that desire for years to to see a magazine Mm faith-based full of articles that would strengthen and empower me but that had fashion and photo shoots inside and it never left Mm -hmm. so then somewhere in my late 30s it's still there that and to do what we're doing now mm. there was always this desire for talk show for talk show for for video for you know having a conversation mm. with individuals about things that mattered and so to me those are clear indications mm. that this is something that god has to, and i would say lord get rid of it because it's not no. it's not it's not happening please make it go away and it never went away mm. so if that's you if you find yourself in that situation where you're like, gosh, I've been thinking about something for three years, four years, five years, three months. And it's just pressing, especially now God needs the body of Christ to be activated and to step into Mm -hmm. what he's called every one of us to do. If you have the spirit of the living God inside you, if you know that you are created in his image and you have your DNA, his DNA in you, Mm -hmm. you need to be stepping up and doing what he's called you to do. Yeah. And so there's no more time for sitting. We see everything happening. Jesus made it so clear. He gave us signs in the New Testament and spoke of of when we see things happening Mm -hmm. near or around or around or involving the olive tree and branch. Well, that's now. Mm, Yeah, (laughs) that is now. Right. Especially I mean, this this conversation just with what everything just happened and transpired in Israel over the weekend. It is now. Mm -hmm. So there's an urgency. So we have got to step into that. But uh Yes, pray about it, but then write it down. You know, that's the other thing. Write down what you know God is saying or what you believe you're envisioning. I only knew there was a talk show in my heart. I didn't know what the rest looked like. So I would Mm -hmm. ask the Lord, will you tell me the time Mm -hmm. 
and you show me the when and the how. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes it would come in pieces. I was having a conversation just like this with a lady from the church Mm -hmm. at my church on a random day, the Lord instructed me to go park at a different location to get into the same area. But he said to go park over here. I said, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to do it because I know that's you. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, I happened to see her, which I would not have seen her if I would have parked the other way. Mm. And we started talking and having just really deep conversation. She's a, she's a sergeant in the army of, of mm. God. And, and the, I just heard in my heart so quietly, this is what it looks like. And it was just two of us talking. Mm. I knew who was talking about the talk show. I said, oh, oh, I thought it was supposed to be a table talk, six people, you know, three men, three women, and, and half of us married and half of us not. And, you know, cause I'm still single. So I want the single voice to be heard as well. And so, you know, the Lord just began as I was asking him, if this is of you, then you tell me when you show me how to do it. So he did all of those things, Yeah, you know, but write it down. Don't dismiss it. And if you feel like he's saying, do it now, then take that first step pray and say, Father, God, I, I believe you're saying this is now, but now today I'm supposed, so I'm taking that first step. Maybe mm-hmm. it's, you know, registering your business as a DBA. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's reaching out to this person. The Lord's highlighting you for me. A lot of times he puts partners. Yeah. So I, so I will ask him, okay, is this a, a thing that I'm doing or is this a, and a lot of times it's partners when they show me who, show me who. So we're working on a book right now and we're wrapping up this book right now. And I'm working with somebody that the Lord highlighted to me. It's not even anyone that I would ever have thought. I adore her. She's incredible. Mighty woman of God. We've, we've had so many wonderful times together doing incredible things, but more theatrical and drama and, and creative related, but I would Mm -hmm. never have thought she would be the one that he would invite to, to partner with me. And we're having a blast. So I just believe bring God into every detail into, he wants to help because he already knows what he's created for you and what he's already prepared for you to walk in. Yeah. I love it. Well, and I think, I think what gets people stuck a lot of times, and this is where I've through trial and error come to this belief that It's a partnership with the Lord, but he's not a micromanaging manager. He doesn't micromanage. So like, even in your story, you had something in your heart for years and years and years. And it was like, it wasn't just falling in your lap. It wasn't just doors weren't just swinging open. You had to create it. And so, and so that's where people a lot of times get stuck. And that's where I got stuck for years, especially like, say, for example, me preaching, like we Mm. have been on staff at three churches and had a college ministry that that functioned as a church. So we've basically pastored in four church congregations. In all of them, I've never had the opportunity to preach on a Sunday morning, even though every one of my pastors knew that I was a communicator, could preach. And you know what I'm saying? And so for the longest, I felt like, I mean, it was very painful and I felt so overlooked and whatever, but I realized I had a belief in my heart that because I had this call, I was entitled to a platform or I was entitled to a podium. And the Lord was like, "Mm, nobody said that. I mean, like your pastor's (laughs) entitled to that podium, you know, you're not entitled to that just because you have a gift, you know? And so I had to go out and because I realized at the end of my life, I have to steward my gifts. And so that's yes. why I created my podcast. And now I do have a platform that I helped co-create with the Lord that's in 87 nations and growing. And that's so exciting. And I, I love it because then it was not just, I 
I don't think the Lord ever intends for us to sit around and wait on man to make right. a way for us. God makes a way for us. And sometimes he will use men and he will use people to divinely step into our life and open a door for us. But if no doors are opening or you're not hearing any clarity, do this, do this, do this, then get to busy being creative. Be creative because yes. God put inside of you what the world needs. So get creative and use that gift and the Lord will instruct and shift and guide as you are going. Amen. That's so good. And, you know, just to piggyback on that point, that is so right on. I remember it had to have been 2019 mm -hmm. and I was watching somebody's podcast a video talk show host type thing on youtube mm -hmm. and i remember just crying and i was so upset i said lord she's doing what i'm called to do mm -hmm. and i was just crying but it was it was not it was almost tears of bitterness like why am i not doing that yeah and i felt like the lord just just gentle as can be you're not waiting on me. Mm. I just heard him say, you're not waiting on me. Mm. Oh my goodness. Oh, so you're waiting on me? <laughs> Tears away. Okay, well then let's get busy. Mm. And so that's kind of what started and put everything, mm. the wheels in motion. And so I love that you said that. And thank you so much for that. Yeah. In, in so many cases, you know, for example, somebody who's writing or an author or a screenwriter or a music, a recording artist, you know, maybe you've e even done the work, but now you're just waiting. You got to get it out there. Yeah. How will they know yeah. your work exists if you're not putting it out there? Now, yeah. yes, register, copyright, do the things, go the right route. I have had two TV show concepts stolen from me. Oh, wow. Years ago, 2008 and 2009, 2010 ish, because I didn't do it the right way. Mm -hmm. I was a little too ambitious and I didn't do all the research in as mm -hmm. to what I needed to have done to protect my work. Yeah. So um, that's unfortunate, but we learn from our mistakes. If I do it a third time, then shame on me. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> that won't be happening again. Right. But yes, I love that you know, so many people will just have this dream or this idea that because we are, <laughs> because we're the Lord's and we're doing what he's asked us to do, that someone's just going to come knocking on our door and say, oh, I heard you had a, uh, a wonderful screenplay that I would need to, no, that's not going to happen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and I, I love, I think for me, one thing that kind of really drilled that home for me, what was, what reading that story, which actually this was a, a more recent revelation in the last year, but watching the story of the um the parable of the talents, when mm. the Lord or the master gives three of these servants their different talents, and he just gives them, hey, to this one gets one, this one gets two, this one gets five. And and all he said was, multiply it. I'm gonna come back in and check in. He didn't mm -hmm. say, you're going to create a business that's for farmers. You're going to create a business that's for silversmiths. And you're going to create, I mean, he didn't tell them what to do with it. He just, mm -hmm. and I think it's because the Lord receives glory when we begin to function out of what he's put, because he knows what he put inside of us, but what yes. a beautiful thing for him as our father to behold, to watch us begin to 
prophesy out of our being what he put inside of us and say, these are the things that need to come out because it's, it's, it's his essence that's built in that begins to pour out. And when he watches this beautiful art come out of us, I mean, mm. we all, anytime you see art, whether it's an artist or a musician or a dancer or, or even media, whatever you watch them do it. And it, it put, it stops people in their tracks and they just That's watch it. and they're touched and they're like, Oh, it touches oh. the soul. And I think when God sees us moving our gifts, I think as parents, we can relate to that. When we see our kids moving our gifts, it just brings you to tears because you're so proud because you know, they're using their uniqueness that technically they got from you, but at the same time, it's unique, you know? And yes. I think the Lord just loves when we do that. And so that's why he doesn't want to be a micromanaging father. He's like, here's your, here's your calling. Here's the gift set. Now go and do something, you know? And yes. He loves it. Yes. You know, as you're saying that I was reminded of the story of Joseph mm-hmm. and, you know, here is Joseph, a dreamer. We yeah. know that he's a dreamer because it's what got him in trouble when he told everybody his dream. <laughs> yeah. but, right. But even in the midst of his journey of, just trying to live, obviously, you know, being sold into trafficking, human trafficking had to have been so devastating, so heartbreaking for him, especially because it was his brothers. But here he goes from location to location, but he's still using his gifts. Mm, yep. So here he is in prison. He could be having a pity party, but no, he's not doing that. He's still interpreting dreams, Mm -hmm. you know, for the butler, for the baker. And so later on, we know that Pharaoh is, has a dream that needs to be interpreted. And, you know, I can't remember if it was the butler or the baker that said, oh, I know a man. He, he interpreted my dream when I was in prison. So even when we're feeling like we're locked up, maybe, or we feel stuck Mm -hmm. still by faith. If you Mm -hmm. can do that, muster that up by faith to still walk in those gifts. Maybe it is writing a poem, even for your kids, for your loved ones, but just using that gift and allowing God, maybe the Lord instructs you to create a meal and bless your pastors with it, or take it to a local, maybe you're a chef and He says, oh, go take it to the police department. You know, I mean, there's just so many things that we could be doing, blessing, strengthening the people around us. Yeah. But I think uh, sometimes we just get so stuck in our minds and in our own heads that we don't want to get out and do that. But God's saying, no, come on, come on, let's do this. And I'm with you. Do not fear. I, the Lord, your God, I'm with you. It's time to possess the land Mm -hmm. that he's created, prepared for all of us. One of my favorite scripture has, is how every part does it share causes Mm -hmm. growth for the body of Christ. We all have a part to play and everybody's looks different. You know, even though yours and mine look similar, but even then it's still different. He has us in different places and different parts, reaching and touching different audiences through different, our own uh, personal passions and, yeah. and things that he's deposited in each of us. And this is why I say, don't look at another person and, and, and envy or be upset or no, mm-hmm. no, you just do what God's called you to do. And as you do it, he's going to bring wonderful opportunities. Why? Because the word says a man's gift makes room for himself. So this is, you know, you like what you said. I mean, girl, you're right on when I, I used to love watching. So you think you can dance (laughs) because right. I would just see, well, that person's a tap dancer, but oh my 
goodness, they're doing this lyrical dancing and I'm just crying because it is, it's beautiful. And it's all some, we're all using the things that yeah. God's given us to use. Yes. And so could be a business owner. It could be a business idea. It could be an online business. It could be a little kiosk at a, at a mall. Just yeah. keep taking those steps for maybe it's a little, a little, you know, the food preparation business. Maybe it's food prepping for, for busy moms. I mean, the, the ideas, and you know, this already, uh, the, the ideas and the list go on and on and on and on of what yeah. God's called us to do. And, and that because he's the God of creativity yeah. and the God of variety. Oh my goodness. We just need to be like, take the lids off, take yeah. the limits off of God and let's run yes. with the things that we see and envision in our heart. It's so true. And I think that one thing that, that can get women or per maybe more specifically just Christians locked up where they, they don't take action is the passage in Jeremiah that I have heard used again and again that says the heart is deceptive above all things who can perceive it. And I have heard that scripture used so many times to technically essentially steal the soul of a human, <laughs> because mm. when God, when, when that passage is there, it's not saying don't trust your heart, beware, never trust your heart, you know, because the reality is God gave you an intuition. God gave you, the Bible says out of the heart, the mouth speaks as yes. a man thinketh in his heart. So is he, you know, yeah. so there's something <laughs> valid about what's in your heart that needs to come out because that's Amen. how, that's where God speaks to us. He speaks in the heart, you know? And so I just want to give maybe any listeners permission that if you've heard that scripture used and it's caused you to operate more in fear about the things that are inside of you, rather than realizing that the way God has wired you is going to be, it's like a river. It's like, he just kind of flows you and moves you, but your heart is the core and center of who you are out of that flow, all of the issues of life and even the blessings of life, you know? And so you need to lean into what God has put in your heart. If you find yourself bent towards public speaking, bent towards homemaking, bent towards teaching, whatever your bent is, and it just comes out of your heart. I would encourage you like, God gave you a new heart and a new mind. So if you're a believer, you don't have to be afraid of what's inside of your heart. We want to keep our hearts submitted before the Lord and always allow him to search our hearts and know us. Um, but that doesn't mean you need to let that one passage side note. If you ever have a theology that's built off of one scripture, it's probably bad theology. Just there's that. <laughs> and so you need to pay attention to what's inside your heart. And that's in essence, what you were saying too. Like if someone has this idea or this thing, that's just been there for years, Give permission to yourself to walk in that thing. It's part of how Amen. God met you. Yeah, I love that. So beautifully, beautifully said. Absolutely. Uh, we definitely do get hung up just on some of these things. And I do, they are definitely, to me, ploys and plots of the enemy. Mm -hmm. Really, they are. Yeah. Uh, we get in our own, you know, we hear these different lies. Um. Well, it's too late now. Mm. Um. I, the one that I fight a lot is nobody wants to hear what you have to say. Mm. <laughs> I, I still, to this day, I fight that wow. even before going on live with my, with our uh, podcast, I, I sometimes we're minutes away and it's like, nobody wants to hear, you know? Mm. And so I have to like literally take 
thoughts captive. And that's what the word, you know, God gives us every tool that we need to have victory. He gives us the name of Jesus. He gives us his book. He gives us his Holy spirit. He gave us his weapons. He gave us his armor, you know, being clothed with the, with the righteousness of God Mm -hmm. and the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation. And he gave us so many things and authority he give mm-hmm. he's given us authority. Jesus said, behold, I give you authority to trample. Yeah. yeah. Not just though I give you authority. No, I give to trample over <laughs> serpents and scorpions, right? Like that's like a, uh, 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 yes. and over all the power of the, all the power, not uh-huh. some of it. So, you know, when, when those things come and you know, when it's him, cause there are these kind of these ugly whispers. Mm, yeah. It's not the same as a beautiful whisper from the Lord that, you know, it gives you peace or a confidence, or even when it's a rebuke, it's still very gentle when it comes from the Lord. Yeah. But when it's from the enemy, it just makes you, ugh, you just have this feeling of like disgust and mm-hmm. you just feel the difference. I can't, I mean, yeah. I know, you it's know yucky. what I'm saying. It's yeah. yucky. It's icky. It's like, ugh. so I say, you know, don't, don't cozy up to the enemy, you know? And when we know that it's him, at some point we have to rise up above that. And mm-hmm. so I say, you are a liar. Mm-hmm. You are the father of lies. Nothing that comes from your mouth. You have no truth in you. You have mm-hmm. no ability to be truthful. You don't mm-hmm. know how to be truthful. So I start to pull down mm-hmm. the lies in Jesus name. And sometimes I'm in tears. And sometimes by the end of the time, I'm like, let's do this. Yeah. So when we walk out what God has called us to do, there will be resistance. Yeah. There will be people even in our own lives that we love that go, now, why are you doing all of this? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I've experienced it. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And you, and it it doesn't, you know, and then people have opinions about Mm -hmm. how it should be done. I have people asking me, why are you not more um, opinionated on your show about the things that are happening right now, you know, uh, with regards to maybe it's pro-life or, you know, the transgender issue. And I said, because the Lord has asked me to bring his word and he's asked me not to share my opinion and to give my, it's not in my political platform. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am a daughter of the King, but He's asking me to make the show a place where all are welcome. Yeah. So from all walks of life. So sometimes I'll say, Hey, I don't care what your lifestyle is. You may not even know the God that I'm talking about Mm -hmm. who has rescued me and who has saved me. And I'm very vocal about Jesus and who he is in my life and what he's done and how he has saved me, how he's healed me. I share all the things. And I said, you may not even know this God that I'm talking about, but if something in you is stirring, I'm inviting you right now, call out on him. Mm -hmm. He loves you. But but when you're so busy giving all your opinions and if somebody is in the other camp mm. and if they're, the Lord knows yeah. where their heart is, yeah, I don't want to be the reason they shut me off yeah. and then they, they're closed off to hearing about what Jesus did for them on the cross, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like. I remember where I was when he called me. I was at a party girl with the beer in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, you know, bumping it. Oh yeah. In, in the, in the garage of my best friend turning 21 and right there, the Lord, I, I just, Ooh, I, I just all of a sudden saw what I was doing. It was the weirdest mm. thing. And the, the blinders came off and I really felt like one mm. of those donkeys on pleasure Island. Uh, yeah. And then I started asking myself questions in the middle of everybody else having fun. Why am I here? Mm. 
You came to yourself. I came to my, I feel like God has more for me than what I'm doing. Like in the middle of a party, God will reach you, but see, you have to have that seed and, you know, who are the labors that are going to come and, and give those deposits of God loves you. Mm -hmm. He has a plan for your life. Oh, he gave his life for you. But Mm -hmm. if we're so busy talking about the, uh, the external things that can change after someone comes to know the Lord, then we're doing it backwards, you know? And so you just have to know your Mm -hmm. lane and know. So people will come at me with their opinions and their, and I go, thank you for that. But what God has instructed me to do is this. Mm -hmm. If he, that one day says, I want you now to talk, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I will do it. You know, cause I have said, Lord, I'm here. I hear him. I use me, use me. And so, um, yeah, that's so good. Okay. So for anyone who's like thinking through the, I want to hear from the Lord about my next steps. You talked about, uh, writing it down or praying mm-hmm. and waiting on him as far as like listening, going in prayer yes. Yes. and then writing it down. Mm-hmm. And then I would say probably what taking action is kind of essentially what we've been saying. Take action. Yes. Take action. Take that first step of faith. And if you're even a little bit afraid in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Mm-hmm. I like to run my ideas by my pastor. Mm-hmm. She is she co-leads with my, with her husband. And I come to her and I say, pastor Kimberly, I have this idea, you know, so it's not just, and I'll share with my mom. My mom is a prayer warrior as well. Yeah. So yeah, but yes, write it down, wait on the Lord, you know, talk to the wise counsel who will Mm -hmm. hear from the Lord. And sometimes they tell you the things you don't want to hear, but you know that they hear from the Lord, share that with them. And then, and then take those next steps what you believe God is asking you to do. Yeah. And I have a, I have a friend recently, she's actually going to take my podcast um, mastermind. So I'm going to help her start a podcast in January. And, and she was sharing that for years, she has felt like there's ministry inside of her, but she didn't know how to get it out. She didn't know what to do. And so she took a mastermind from another friend of mine on writing a book. And so she's getting her book published in November, and then she's going to do the mastermind with me to get her podcast started. And so for her, it was like, I want to take action, but I don't know what to do. And so you are particularly passionate about activating people into Mm -hmm. their gifts. And so how would you speak to that? What would you say for anyone who finds themselves in that place? Absolutely. I think what you just said, you know, there are individuals and, you know, even on my, a new thing live website, I do have different resources for individuals. If they're wanting coaching or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, things along those lines, I would say exactly what you're saying. I personally subscribe to master class, which is not, uh, it's, is not Jesus driven, mm-hmm. but it's expert driven. And so, and I take notes, I sit, I, um, write, you know, they, they have workbooks that you can download. So I download the workbook and I am taking notes and I'm right there with whoever it is that's sharing, whether it's journalism or, or even how to negotiate. They have some of the top notch people of the FBI individuals and just very, very skilled people that are experts in this industry. Wow. And then you just, you take what you feel like is for you and what you feel like isn't for you, then you don't. So I would say absolutely what you're saying. And if you can get somebody who can coach you Mm -hmm. to walk you along, to, you know, walk you along those steps. That's, just, that's exactly what one of the things that I do for the women that are involved in my sphere mm. is, you know, we set up a time and 
okay, let's like, what are your goals? Mm -hmm. Let's pray about these things. And so I let them work it out, but I do pray with them. And then if it's like, okay, well, I do want to launch a podcast or something along those lines. And I, I help them with what I know. If there's somebody that knows more than me and I can only take them to a certain level, then yes, I would hand them off to here. Why don't you look over here with this? And they're great at this. So you would be that kind of a person, for example, you know, so yes, getting coaching, it'll help save time, energy, frustration, money. money. (laughs) (laughs) It helps save so much money. I know whenever I tell people, I'm like, I'm like, listen, it took me three years to figure out what the heck I was doing with the podcast. By the time you're three years in, all the knowledge you just gained is expired because we're in the information age. It changes in six months, you know? So So (laughs) starting with a coach is really helpful. And I feel like to, um, you had kind of mentioned like a multitude of counselors and, and the beauty of sharing your vision with people who have wisdom, who people who could help you is that they're, they're connected to people. They know people. And so you share your, you share your vision. People want to help you bring Mm -hmm. the dream to fruition. And so I can't even tell you how many, like your network is everything. Your connections is everything. And it's not that we use people for those connections. It's just, I bring my connections to Cindy and I say, mm-hmm. Cindy, I want to serve your community. Send anyone mm-hmm. to me that wants to start a podcast. I will serve your people, you know? And then, yes. you know what I mean? so it becomes a mutually beneficial relationship and we can yes. serve one another. And so even when you're in that learning stage, you can still find ways to serve okay. people with what you have to offer. And so your network is everything. Um, sharing your dream really does help people help you make the dream happen. Yes. And not all of the dream, but I think, you know, what you're saying is so true. It's important to share, I believe the basics of what you feel God is calling you to do, especially with people who have gone before you. And I love that you said about the networking, because that was one of the things for me when I finally stepped in, I knew it was time for me to start surrounding myself with like-minded women Mm -hmm. who were doing production or who were writing books or writing screenplays. And that's how I met Crystal was I joined Influence Women Hollywood Mm -hmm. about a year, maybe almost two years ago now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just started meeting individuals and that's it. You know, you, you prayerfully ask the Lord, connect me with whoever I need to be connected with. And when you're with those individuals, you're with them because they are daughters of the king. You're not with them because who, who do they know and what can, no, no, no. Right. Is that's this backwards, you know, mm-hmm. and in the kingdom of God, we don't do things like that. Like the Lord yeah. knows everybody. He'll bring you whoever you need to have in your, in yes. your sphere, but looking for those, you know, I said, okay, Lord, what do I do? So I joined Christian women in media association and I joined influence women, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And now I'm the tra- chapter director of influence women, OC, which is under the umbrella of Influence Women Hollywood. And so you just never know, yeah. you know, what the Lord's going to do, how he's going to use you. So many doors have opened up for me as a speaker, mm-hmm. being on panels, uh, coming and speaking to this organization or a fashion show. There's just so many different mm-hmm. internationally and in the U.S. where doors have opened up for me to come and do those types of things. But again, it was me stepping out 
as I felt like the Lord was leading and like what you said, generally, not just waiting and saying, Oh, I have all this, you know, think all of these things that God's put in my heart, but I don't know where to put them. Just taking, taking that first step and those doors will open. You're not doing it for the doors to open, but as you're faithful and as you continue to develop your craft Mm -hmm. and work on developing and strengthening your skill Mm -hmm. and being faithful because once you step out and you do that, now you need to be faithful, show up, yeah. do the work, do the research, but now show up and uh, you'll just, it's, it's exciting. And what yeah. wonderful things God will do. You won't even believe some of the things yeah. uh, that he will lead you to. And it's all because you said yes. And you trusted him to step out in faith to do it. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, so how about this? Why don't you point my listeners to where they can connect with you? If they're like, Hey, I just need more of what Cindy's got. They want to watch your podcast or whatever. Why don't you point us to where those are? Yeah, absolutely. So our YouTube uh, channel is called a new thing live. And that's based on that new thing that God wants to do in your life based on Isaiah, where he says, behold, I will do a new thing. And so that's YouTube, a new thing live. And if you forget that, just my website for our ministry that has houses all of our ministries mm-hmm. is newgalglobal.com, newgalglobal.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, beautiful. And I'll put that in the show notes so that if you guys okay. just you know forget, they can just go click it right there. Also, I wanted to point out, you guys, if you're watching this, well, actually, I don't put the video live yet, but I just want to say it was cute that when we both got on the Zoom call, Cindy and I had the same background on our Zooms. And so I went and changed mine so we weren't twinning too hard. (laughs) Great minds think alike, right? Absolutely. That was the best. (laughs) That was so funny. Okay. Well, you guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Cindy, thanks so much for sharing your vision for women. And and you're you're such a... Uh, a person of empowerment and you are the essence of go get the thing done and, and empty your life. You know, you've got Mm -hmm. a life and live it emptied out, like poured out. And so I just love that about you. And I appreciate the way you're constantly pouring into people through all these different avenues. And so Mm -hmm. um, you guys who are listening, make sure you go and check out her stuff online, whether you have a, a tween who could benefit from her fashion magazine I didn't get to look at fashion magazines growing up. It would have been nice to have a Christian one I could look at. And right. uh, Or if you're single and you want to connect with their resources for single people, or if you're in media, whatever it is, go connect with her online, go listen to her podcast and make sure that you are following Java with Jen. You're subscribed anywhere you mm-hmm. listen to podcasts. Come say hey over on Instagram at Java with Jen. I would love to hear from you and make sure and send this episode to a friend. You never know what little wisdom mm. nugget, what a little truth in here may set someone free. So go Amen. share this episode. That's an easy way to minister to somebody. <laughs> and we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much, Cindy. Oh, thank you for having me, Jen. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. Listen, let's stay connected. Come follow me on Instagram at Java with Jen, where you can follow the latest and say, hey, It's a really great way to stay in touch. Many of you have also asked how you can support the show. You can make donations through the Anchor app or on Patreon, or of course, by sharing, rating, and reviewing on social media and iTunes as well. Your heartfelt feedback always reminds me why I do this. Also, don't miss our merch store where you can get super cool Java with Jen swag and coffee. Find it at javawithjenmerch.com. Until next time, remember, hearing God's voice is simple, and He wants to be a part of your everyday life. See you next week.